Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. Welcome to Sports Day with Badge and Sats. Two footy legends covering all things sport. Kia, the Kia Sorento, drive car of the year. Big show coming up. Scotty Sattler, Gary Belcher here with you. We've got our, uh, do we call him our new producer in place, Sats? Or well, he's better he... than the one that's usually here. <laughs> and already, and he hasn't had to really do much exactly. yet. Uh, <laughs> I'm better looking. Brixie. Yeah, well, there's no doubt about that, mate. How you going, Brixie? I'm good, Badge. How's yourself? How's yourself, Sats? I'm really good. Now, we came up with a nickname. Well, you came up with a nickname, Woogie. Mm. Do we come up for a nickname well, for Brixie? Well, he's got a nickname. See, Woogie didn't have a nickname. Yeah. He said, what's What's your name, Jason? Have you got a nickname? Never had one. I went, well, we can help you with that. Yeah. Looked like Dan Woganowski off something about Mary. Yeah, he looks like yeah. Woogie. <laughs> he did, yeah. He breaks out in a rash every time you mention his name. <laughs> um, why is it Brixie? That's my surname. There, exactly. Oh, your surname's Brixie. Yeah, so my name's Brixie. Said, yeah. You have to give it's him an actual surname's Brixie. Yeah, it's Dan Brixie. What? Yeah. You can't have a nickname surname. <laughs> Well, it, even if it's Brickso, even if we call it Brickso or Brickhead, <laughs> Brickhead, anything. Oh, Brickhead. That's yeah. what Brick they call me at school. I hated no, it. No, okay, we won't call you that. Yeah. Brickhead. Lazo. <laughs> hey. The brick with eyes. Um, right, lots to get through on the show tonight. Our sports update pretty soon. Tell you what's going on in the uh, NRL and Olympics, of course, Sats. There's been a few uh, events. Yep. Uh, Aussie's involved in a few too, success. even before the opening ceremony. Last night. A bit of success. Yeah. Yes. Uh, and news headlines. We'll give you our red hot tips in our hot I'm topic. I'm that excited about the Olympics badge. Not big 2032. I'm even more excited about these Olympics now that we had that announcement last night. Yeah, well, it is, um, it is great. It's only just over 4,000 days away. Uh, we <laughs> have got you songs to fire you up for round 19. Actually, yours is not really just about round 19. Yours is about... The Olympic announcement, I imagine. Well, we've always got a theme. Song. Each and every week, it's sort of morphed into a theme now, hasn't yep. it, Badge? Each week, our and, songs. And you, the listeners, we love your votes on 0477736736. Which one do you want us to play the whole song at the end? Brixie hasn't got one tonight, but we might get him involved next week. But he can help. Uh, you can keep a tally Will for us. Will he be here next week? Yeah, I'll be here, yeah. I'll be here. Probation He's already better today. than Woogie. He's Probation got a today. <laughs> already, I'm already, I'll be here. Yeah. So, Sats, this is, this is your song. And this is based on Australia, not Brisbane, Australia getting their third Olympics. Yeah. We're on top of the world. It's a bit poppy. Woogie? I mean, it's Woogie. No, Lazo. Lazo? Mm. What do you reckon? <laughs> it's not one of my favourites. We can't have two Lazos in here. There's another one already working here. Who's that? Who's that? He plays for the Titans, doesn't he? Oh, Jared Wallace. Is it, is Do you call him Lazo? No, he calls himself Lazo. Oh, exactly. Yeah, yeah, we won't call you Lazo. Mm. Brickso. <laughs> so you, that's not your favourite song? No, 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 not my, at all. Mine was more around with the Olympics coming up and I've thought about the 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 big head Americans have said, yep. we're all, we're going to win every medal. One of them did. Um, 
every medal in the pool for the women's swim events. And so it took us back to Gary Hall Jr. and smashing guitars. And I, I came up with this. If you can't go to sleep tonight, this is the Beatles. If you want to go to sleep tonight. You bag, tonight, I, I get you bag Paul Kelly. But the Beatles? No, I'm actually, Paul Kelly's growing on me. I was never a Beatles fan. Well, you, well there's only about 3,000 songs that went to number one. You've got to you get, catch up. Which Beatle had no shoes on in that famous pedestrian crossing? George. The one who sings that song. Paul McCartney. No, George, That's George, George Harrison. Oh, okay. Oh, he's not a fan. <laughs> All right, well, you can let us know which one uh, which you would you like us to play at the end of the show. Time now for this. Sports Day, Sports Update. Radio. Did he um, sing that version of the song, did he? Yeah. He sang many songs. Really? I know he sang many songs. I didn't know he sang that one. Mm. He's the forgotten Beatle, wasn't he, during the during their fame? No, the quiet no. one. He was the quiet you one. Yeah, every every band has like that that member that no one really knows much about. The Beatles didn't. Everyone knew them, all of them, except for you. <laughs> hey, talking about great singers, Dale Finucane can sing. Ev- Everyone's ha- put an offer for him, haven't they? The Cowboys are now in the hunt, apparently. Well, the Broncos have dropped out. We spoke about that last night. Uh, look, he wanted a, his management wanted a four-year deal initially. Um, coming into, I think he's about thirty now. Yeah. So starting Getting to push. Risky, yep. Yeah, it is. Um, yeah, play, players are playing a lot longer now because of um, you know the, the rehab and the prehab that players are getting these day, this day and age. But he batters his body around. He's the sort of player, though. You know, he's not going to. He's off just exactly. He's, you know, got a couple of years under his belt. He's also going to he'll leave a bit of a legacy when it comes to work ethic and and preparation, and especially at clubs that that have struggled for a number of years for cons- consistency mm. on the field, and of course their their training work ethic. So, who else is after him? Well, the Cowboys, uh, Cronulla, um, the Dragons, the Titans, now the Sharks. Actually, I should have said who's not chasing Dale Finucane. So for Dale Finucan, I think he'll be really around. And this is not questioning his his commitment, of course. We just know what you get with Dale Finucan. At this stage of his life, it might be around quality of life as well. Mm. Yeah, it could be. You know, this what's going on with COVID at the moment, it, it may convince him that living in southeast or Queensland due to what weather and and um, and what's going on with COVID in Queensland, is that more attractable to him and his young family? Yeah. As opposed to being in Sydney. And it's a lot easier to recover from a game of footy when it's warm. Is it? It just is. Oh, yeah, that, in the, in the oh that's fact, is it? Yeah, well, I reckon it is anyway. That's just mm-hmm. my theory. I don't I want to be cold and not feeling like going for a bit of a light jog. And well, you lived numb all for that about stuff. eight I years did. in <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Um, hey, the NRL families are starting their two weeks of quarantine. Uh, I did see the AFL... I read there where their, their their families have been brought up to quarantine, isolate, whatever, but they've been told you can't go to the pool, mm-hmm. you can't go shopping, you can't – all those things, I think, so, a bunch of things that they did last year and shouldn't have. Trent Cotchin, so, the captain of Richmond's wife, was going to day spas oh, and taking Instagram please, pictures of it all. Please, there you go. Now, Badge, I, I was, couldn't understand why they're saying Queensland gave special exemption to the families because I thought if you come up anyway, you've got to quarantine, but you actually weren't allowed – if you were from those hotspots, you actually weren't allowed to cross the board at all. You had to be given special exemption to go into quarantine. I yeah. just thought, oh, if you're just a just a civilian that just wanted to come across the border, you have to quarantine. But no, you weren't allowed to. Mm. So hence why they were given the special exemption. Yeah, big game tonight, Eels and Raiders. And um, we spoke about this earlier in the week, Sats, that um, Dylan Brown is, you know, 
with Mitch, Mitch Moses out, Dylan Brown, assuming the senior halves role, but mm. he's not really that kind of player, is he? No, he's not. So, so Brad Arthur's told his son, Jacob, hey, you're controlling the team. Jacob and, Arthur's only 18. I know. And he, you know what? He has got really good composure. Mm. And he's, he's probably been a kid that's grown up in dressing sheds his whole life with his dad being an ex-player, but also has been coaching for a long period of time. He's probably a kid that's just grown up around the rugby league circles. Yeah, seen that. He just feels comfortable. So, yeah, he's um, pretty composed. Uh, we called the game last week against the Gold Coast and Parramatta, and Dylan Brown, I thought, had one of his best games that I've seen for a number of years. Just focused on his running. Still got – yeah, that's what you can't give him too much to think about, I reckon. Jacob Arthur, uh, uh, Jacob Arthur just steered them around the field. So uh, they're going to be tough to beat, I think, without Mitchell Moses. But uh, against some of the the big teams, the top four teams, um, Mitch, losing Mitchell Moses, I believe, is like losing Cody Walker or Tommy Trebojevic from their sides. Well, I think that's how go. much of an influence he's got for, with his kicking game. Well, we'll find out. We'll get a bit of an idea immediately, won't we? Yeah. Uh, tonight. Um Melbourne-bound Xavier Coaches. It seems as though he's on the outer at uh, the Broncos. Coach Kevy Walters has left him out for the second game in a row. Um, now, there's been a bit of a rumour about or uh, an idea around that he'll be swapped immediately for Branko Lee. Branko Lee's at the Storm. Xavier yep. Coates is going there. Branko Lee has signed with the Broncos for next year. So they're saying, why not swap them straight away? Um, but I don't think the Broncos are keen on this. I don't, I don't like it, Badge. I, I don't like that Tavita Pangai Jr., is going to go to Penrith and bolster them and bolster for the their finals. Team. Yeah, with yeah. James Fisher Harris being out for a number of a number of weeks because of the birth of his child. And is this the start of like the late season gun for hire? You know, a side that can't make the finals, allowing a player to go to another club for a while and start clearing the decks really early, yeah, or, or even saying you can go for three months. Yeah, and we'll have you back next year. It's like a bit of a Could loan start, system, isn't it? Oh, it's it's just like that, isn't it? It is. But for Kevy Badger, and we spoke to Kevy a couple of weeks ago, and he alluded to the fact that Xavier came, came under a lot of physical pressure in that third origin match. And for a young man, it takes a while to recover from games of you know, that ferocity. So maybe his body hasn't recovered. Uh, mm. Maybe Kevy feels as though that his body language is telling him that you know they can't make the finals, so he's just waiting out for next year. Sometimes it might be good to let them go. But I, I don't like the fact that... If Kevy wants to avoid the wooden spoon, you need your best players there to avoid to help you avoid that wooden oh, I'm spoon sure as a club. Yeah, I'm sure he's considering that as well. So, you know, letting Tavita Pengo go and possibly Xavier before the season's end, I, th- I think he's shooting himself in the foot. Well, this is what Phil Gould had to say about Tavita Pengo joining the Panthers. Well, he's just one of those impact players. He's a player that can influence the result of games. Can, and I think that's, you know, players like that is what you need in your first grade team. He might get a chance to win a premiership on his way here. That would be a, that would be an advantage, wouldn't it? be a nice thrill for him. And on his way here, of course, is to the Bulldogs, yes. where Phil Gould will be um, next uh, or soon. Is he there already? He's there now. Yeah, okay. Can I, can I say, Badge, with, um, with Tavita Pengai Jr. and going to the Panthers, They've got a really strong leadership group. A really, not, I'm not going to say leadership group. They've got a really strong playing group at the at the Panthers, who have all been together for a number of years. Bringing a, a gun for hire in, like you said, that has the possibility to destabilise their playing group as well. You got Eisenhuth and Scott Sorensen and these players. Well, are, when James Fisher Harris comes back, one of them has got someone's got to miss out. Maybe James Fisher Harris is going to play this week. No, and he's that, suspended this week. Oh, he's available next. Oh, sorry, Tavita Pangai. Sorry, he's James Fisher Harris. I'm James sorry. James Fisher Harris yes. is playing this week, and then he's going, uh, returning for the birth of his child. Yep. 
And then, you know, once he comes back, he has to quarantine for a couple of weeks. And Tavita Pangai Jr. can't go this week mm. because he is under suspension. So, um, yeah, a bit to uh, a bit to play out there, but it's it's an unusual one, but maybe it's the start of something uh, similar. Um, and apparently, talking about the Bulldogs, they're willing to chip in some coin if, it, if an English Super League club wants Kyle Flanagan. So I think they've just sort of decided he doesn't fit there. It doesn't work. Avarillo and Wakeham and – um, and then they've got... Well, Avarillo um, will be their half next year. He's actually gone really well. And with Matty Burton and Josh Adokar and... Burton coming, yeah. Nick Kotrick and, and also... Brent uh, Naden. Brent Naden. It's, it's a pretty formidable back line. It is. So it is. Kyle Flanagan, I think his future's at... And I'm really apprehensive about turning halves into hookers just because we can. But I think his lack of speed in the halves, I think his next position possibly be a jersey number 14 or a hooker. Mm. I think that's where his future lies. Could be now before the break time for the Elgas weather forecast for tonight's game at Seabus. Call Elgas 131161. What's it looking like tonight? 12 degrees at kickoff. 7 o'clock, 12. Yeah, yeah. Yep. and then getting down a little bit. But that's not too bad, is it? Um, Raiders would probably prefer it a bit colder than that. <laughs> Eels won't mind. It's cold for the Gold Coast. It's cool. 12 degrees. Cool, yes. Yeah. All right. We'll get $80 in LPG account credits. Call Elgas or 131161. Hey, we're going to give you an update on what's happening and about to happen at the Olympics next. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. For Kia, the Kia Sorento, Drive Car of the Year. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. For Kia, the Kia Sorento, Drive Car of the Year. Righto, let's uh, update you on what has happened with the Olympics. Um, actually, the our softballers who were beaten, they were playing Italy this afternoon. I'm trying to get the result of that. Hopefully by uh, the end of the show I can tell you how they went there. Of course, they were beaten against uh, by Japan in the, uh, in the first game uh, yesterday. Now, um, before we get to some other results, Sats, Anastasia Palaszczuk over there for the big announcement yep. uh, that Brisbane, South East Queensland will host the 2032 games. Um, there was a very awkward moment at a, um, uh, a press conference with John Coates, the IOC vice president yes. of the Aussie. Um, and he basically is just telling Commanded her, her that she's got to go to the opening ceremony. Have a listen. You are going to the opening ceremony. I'm still the deputy chair of the Canada Leadership Group. <laughs> and so far as I understand that um, there will be an opening and a closing ceremony in 2032. And all of you have got to get along there and understand the, um, the traditional parts of that, what's involved in an opening ceremony. So no, none of you are staying behind and hiding in your rooms, all right? I don't want to offend anybody, so... <laughs> Never been to an opening ceremony in Olympic Games, have you? You don't know the protocols. Um, I think it's part of the le- it's a very important lesson for everyone here. The um, opening ceremonies cost in the order of $75 million to $100 million. It's a major, um, major exercise for any organising committee. It puts the stamp on the games. It's very important to the broadcasts that follow. And I think it's... Um, my very strong recommendation is the Premier and the Lord Mayor and the Minister be there and understand it. Awkward. 
Mm. Very awkward. Now, I don't know whether he started out with a tongue-in-cheek because there's a fair bit of laughter and banter coming from yeah, the, from the others in the room. And I don't know whether he's trying to be, you know, trying to flex his muscles. Quite facetious, it sounded, some of his comments. But in saying that, I, you know, I thought it started out with a real tongue-in-cheek and a, and a general understanding from Anastasia Palaszczuk that this conversation's obviously already been had behind closed doors. But then it started turning into a little bit more of a, I don't know, a dictatorship. You will be doing this because this is what's in, expected and this is what it takes to put on a, a great Olympic Games, yada, yada, you yada. You know, Anastasia has been bagged uh, and Woogie, yeah, what's she doing over there? She went there because she was really encouraged heavily to go there to, to accept knowing full well that Brisbane was going to be awarded the Games. Can I just I, – I heard a really good conversation about this badge where everyone's saying we knew we were going to get it. It was a lay down was there. Now – from all reports, that wasn't the case because the reason why she was over the, over there is because a decision could have been made that there were other countries that were interested in putting um, their case forward and they, there was fear that there was going to be an announcement by the IOC that says we are not going to announce it because we want country B, C and D to enter their And bids. we'll give you another six or 12 months. Yes. Okay. Mm. Very good. Well... I think she's copped so much backlash just for going over there and people are, oh, you know, you have to fly back in quarantine, all that crap. She had to go, I believe. Well, he's also now got her off the hook from those people that would have gone, oh, now you're going to the opening ceremony in the club. What are you doing over there? Just get home. John Coates has taken all that heat off of her and, and it's now on him that he's demanded for protocol reasons because you are now going to be, the, you've been named as the host, that you have to stay over and go to the opening ceremony. And I, I think it's um, – you know, it sound, like you said, it sounds a bit um, big, big brothery and, uh, you know, over-the-top uh, demanding, but maybe he's done her a big favour. But in saying that also, he, he is right. You've never, you've never commanded a, an Olympics. Never even been to an opening ceremony. And this is – How does it work? This is what's expected. You can only see, see much on telly. Yeah. Um, and if she they didn't go and she flew back – she wouldn't want to have seen it at all. Can I ask everyone, all of our listeners, including you, Badge, don't add up the numbers of how old you're going to be by the time the Olympics get here. It's really it. depressing. Oh, please tell me. <laughs> well, anyway, hopefully I'm going to be around. Um, the Matildas defeated New Zealand in the women's soccer. Yes. Uh, 2-1. Great start. Still a chance here. All the way through. To make it yeah! Make their move in the middle. With a brilliant header. Australia 2 0 up over New Zealand. As Percival gets in there again, knotted on and in. Gabby ready. Australia hold on and win the opening group game at an Olympic Games for the first time. Now, McAvaney and Kometi are the, the best sports callers in the country. That man, Brenton Speed, is not. Far behind. Yeah, he's, he's very outstanding good. At every, at every sport. anything. Absolutely. Yes, yeah, Sam Sam Kerr, outstanding. Set up one goal, scored another. They conceded a late goal, the Australians against the Kiwis. But yeah, great, great uh, way start. to start your campaign. But now, they have had some lead up games, a bit of criticism around them because they played yeah. pretty poorly, but they played some very strong opposition, Germany and a few other nations, uh, and, and were struggling. Mm. Um, it 
looks like it's paid off now that they, they, they were really in sync in that game. So great start there for the uh, Matildas. Well, one of the powerhouses, USA. the women's USA team, USA. haven't been beaten in 44 games, beaten 3-0 by Sweden. How good is that? <laughs> Anytime USA is beaten, I love it. Uh, as I mentioned, our softballers against uh, Italy. Uh, and the first match for the Oliroos uh, tonight, 8.30. So yeah. not that far off. Uh, that's a tough one up against Argentina in yeah. Sapporo. So uh, there you go. That's our uh, our Olympics update. We'll be, we'll be keeping you updated. You're going to have so much Olympics, of course, will be coming out of your ears and our ears over the next uh, few days and few weeks. This is Sports Day for the Kia Sorento Drive Car of the Year. When we come back, our news headlines and our hot topic, which is on the Thursday night sets, our tips for round 19. I'm going terrible. You are. Back soon. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. For Kia, the Kia Sorento, Drive Car of the Year. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. For Kia, the Kia Sorento, Drive Car of the Year. It sure is. Now, just I want to remind you to get your uh, votes in for those amazing songs or one of those amazing songs out of the two. There Sats is one I've got. amazing song. Yes. and That's it. Then there's oh. this from Sats. <laughs> On the back of the Olympics. And, of course, and of course from if you have trouble with insomnia. Sats, that's, that is so rude. Talk about the Beatles like that. Is that the Beatles? Are you sure it's the Beatles? Till my guitar gently weeps. Righto. Sats. Uh, oh, hey, now if you're a Tyler and you would love the Beatles, uh, Beaumont's has over 110 stores. And they've got the best range of um, RLA, glues, grouts, and waterproofing. And you can win $25,000 worth. We keep telling you. All you got to do is jump onto iCanWin.com.au. Sports Day News Headlines for Polaris, Australia's number one off-road vehicle brand. (laughs) Yeah, the TGA, which is the Therapeutic Goods Administration, they've notified of two more fatal cases of a rare blood clotting disorder, probably thrombosis, they're thinking, related to AstraZeneca, a 44-year-old Tasmanian and a 48-year-old Victorian woman have died of blood clots from the the vaccine, they believe, mm. which is concerning. Not good, yeah. yeah. And uh, still some more COVID news. Uh, the border between New South Wales and Queensland from 1am Friday morning, tomorrow morning, oh. is closed. No new cases in Queensland, but New South Wales, they recorded 124 new cases and masks will be required in southeast Queensland for another seven days. Yep, there you go. Well, if it's going to keep everyone safe, yep. that's a small price to pay. Get range of confidence for the price of a quad Visit your local Polaris dealer today. Now, Hot Topic time. We're going to run through the tips, our tips for round 19. Your chance to catch up here, Sats, uh, because you are a few behind. I don't have to panic yet. You are, so let me finish. I'm, this is not a round where you have to strike. Just hang on. You are a few behind Woogie, mm-hmm. who's a few behind me. Are you leading? Yeah. Oh, easily. Easily. Eels are playing the Raiders very soon at Seabus uh, Super Stadium. Kickoff 10 to 8. Um, hard to go past the Eels, although they haven't got Mitch Moses. They get Junior Paulo back. Raiders, um, yeah, no Jack Whiten and uh, Xavier Savage is gone for the season. Uh, Elliot Whitehead is out. It's a very tricky one for them. Uh, neutral territory. Who are you going? Raiders. 
You're going the Raiders. I'm going the Raiders, even though there's no Jack White. And, and Xavier Savage, yeah, to his credit, it's his third game if he was playing. I think Mitchell Moses not being there, their kicking game. Uh, Canberra can really take advantage of that. Jordan Rappiner at fullback, you don't lose much good there. Good player. Yeah, very good player. Uh, Jared Croker and Sebastian Chris have been baiting the great in the in the centres. Now, the halves without Jack White, and they've got Matt Frawley and Sam Williams. Um, but I just think the forward pack of of Canberra can really take advantage of uh, of Parramatta while Mitchell Moses is not turning them around as much yeah. with the kicking game. So Woogie, I'm going to take the Raiders. Woogie and I are on the eels, believe it or not. Mm. Uh, first game on Friday night is the Roosters and Knights. That's up on uh, Sunshine Coast State. A couple of games up there this weekend. Uh, yeah, tomorrow afternoon or tomorrow night, 6 o'clock, Roosters – should be hard to toss against T- the Knights. Tedesco back, uh, Joey Manu going back into the centres. Mm. Can't go past the Roosters. Me too. I'm, I'm with them as well. Um, although the Knights really have a point to prove, don't they, um, after last week's big loss to the Storm. Cowboys and Storm, uh, late game Friday night. So I'm not sure the Cowboys can get it done. I'm on the Storm. Storm. So are we. Yep. Well, they've got Ryan Pappenhausen back. He's coming off the bench, of course. Mm-hmm. So uh, just getting stronger by the day when it comes to uh, leading into the finals. And Saturday... If you're going up here on Saturday, Sunshine Coast Stadium, look out for Woogie. Yeah, uh, Rabbitohs versus the Warriors. He's going up. How do, you, how do we describe him to our listeners? He'll be eating a hot dog. He will be eating That's a hot for dog. Sure, at any time of the day. Um, Loves his food. If you can imagine Star Wars episode Jabba the Hutt. Oh no! No, you can't. No. I say he's the lady. Luke, he's he's like the lady that's Sky- on the on the chain at the more end. Like, of- <laughs> more like Luke Skywalker. <laughs> um, keep an eye out for Woogie. He'll be cheering his rabbitos hard, and I reckon he'll be cheering them home. I think they'll win against the Warriors. Yeah. Uh, no. Roger Tuivasa-Shek, of course, he failed that HIA last week. So he did, and they've out. lost Torhu Harris and Wade Egan yes. for the season. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I think I think the Bunnies will with Latrell back. Alex Johnston is out, though, remember? He Hamstring is. injury. Yep. Um, and Jackson Benji. Paulo takes his place. And Benji, yeah. Uh, and right. then Saturday, 5.30, this is at Suncorp Stadium. It's a doubleheader at Suncorp Saturday afternoon. Seagulls, sixth-place Seagulls up against 12th place. West Tigers, what, Tommy Trebojevic back? Is Jake back? Jake is back. Jake is back. So is um, Daly Cherry Evans. Yeah, that's a pretty good in, isn't it? All the all those can three. You, can you believe? Once upon a time, at the start of the year, we were talking about them getting the wooden spoon. Yeah. Well, they started terrible <laughs> until Tommy came back. Ah, uh, yeah. We're all on the Seagulls on yep. that one. All on the Panthers against the Broncos. Absolutely. Uh, the late game on uh, at, at Suncorp. Um, hard to see the Panthers not winning that one. They're in uh, in fine. Uh, in fine form. Tavita, oh, no, he's out. I was going to say, is he playing against his new club? No. And two games to go, the Dragons and Titans Tough on to pick Sunday one. afternoon. Yeah, I'm on the uh, the Dragons. The Titans are the favourites in this game, and I don't know are why. They? they are. They're 11th okay. placed, and uh, Dragons are sitting in the 8th, this, this, this new halfback, Toby Sexton, goes all right? Good player. Really good player. Um, and, yeah, we'll see a lot more of him in his career. Uh, Jaden Sullivan, he's played before. He's Jayden a 5'8 for the Dragons, yep. but it's his first game this year. Yeah, quick, really quick player. I'm taking the Dragons purely defensively. I just think they're uh, they're in better shape than the Titans. Okay, uh, Woogie's on the Titans. You and I are on the Dragons. And the Bulldogs and Sharks round out round 19. I think this could be a tricky one too. The Bulldogs just keep showing something, don't they? They, they had a game last week. Yeah, mm. so it's been, what, four weeks, five weeks since they had a win against the Dragons. But yep. you just never know. I think maybe the Sharks is, is one of those sides that could could fall there. But I, I'm, I'm with the Sharks. 
but I reckon the doggies will be okay. Yeah, I'm I'm taking the sharks as well, but I don't think they win by much. Will they Will they do something special for their new boss for Phil for Gus coming in? Oh, I don't know. No, I don't think so. Uh, Toby like Rudolph, it, it? Toby Rudolph up against Luke Thompson. I'm looking forward to that. So Sharkies for me. Radio. Uh, well, plenty more to look forward to uh, on the show. Sats. Um, we were talking a little bit earlier on about um, a few of those players. Did we mention Kane Evans got a five grand fine for? Um, that obscene language on his wrist strapping. You made a good point yeah, earlier on. I thought so. To me when I said, do you think NRL clubs will now check the the armbands and the guards, whatever they're wearing, to see whether it's got any offensive language on it or symbols or whatever it may be? You made a good point. You said, well, that should be up to the touch judges. Touch they judges come in. Check the boots. I oh, know. I guess you could write something on later, but he could. Used to happen. People used to change their uh, their guards, didn't they? Petro Sivan yeah, not mentioning to, any names. He used to put the hard one on after they'd already been checked. The rabbit killer, he called it. <laughs> Righto, we'll be back soon. This is Sports Day for the Kia Sorento Drive Car of the Year badge and sats. This is Sports Day with badge and sats for Kia, the Kia Sorento Drive Car of the Year. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats for Kia, the Kia Sorento, Drive Car of the Year. On Sports Day, time for a Racing Queensland update. Queensland is your place to race this year. Yeah, Badge and Sats here and our Racing Queensland extraordinaire. Chris Nilsson is going to join us uh, very soon. But before we get to him, Queensland is racing. The action continues this week at Doombin, the Gold Coast and the Sunshine Coast. How are you, Chris? Going very well, thanks, Sats. Hi to you, hi, Badge. And look, you can throw Toowoomba Twilight in there Saturday oh, too. And, of course, all of those fields, all of those fields. I know, especially if you're looking to... Try and uh, add to your winnings on a Saturday <laughs> <Yeah>. night. <laughs> add to your winnings. <laughs> Get out of yeah, jail. Chasing, chasing. <laughs> I remember Prince, An- Prince Anton in 1987 got me a bus ride home from Brisbane to the Gold Coast. Wow. I never forget that. Hey, the twilight <laughs> racing, we're seeing it, it far more common now. We're seeing the Gold Coast looking at going twilight as well. Are we going to see continue to see an increase in twilight racing? I would think so, yeah. As you mentioned, uh, with the Gold Coast, Getting their lights, uh, well, hopefully soon, sooner rather than later. And, of course, we've got, when we've got 16, 15 or 16 Friday night twilight meetings at the Sunshine Coast uh, this upcoming season, uh, which begins in August. And we have the Toowoombas always, uh, well, pretty much regularly on a Saturday mm. afternoon, evening. So, yeah, it is going to become a, a very popular thing that's just getting more and more of the, uh, the twilight racing, which is, which is good because people can enjoy the racing then when they get home from work. Right, our listeners, pens at the ready. Here are the best tips you're going to get all week or weekend Ooh. from Chris Nelson. What do you got, mate? Give something in uh, in the city, something at Doombin. Badge, you really pumped me up there, so yeah. I really need to uh, live up not, to that. You've been, Race, you've, you've come on. good. You were, you were a dud a few months ago, but gee, you've come good, mate. <laughs> <laughs> that was Woogie, that. Woogie's words, not oh. mine. So, no, well, you know, there you go. Uh, all right, here we go. The good thing, race seven, number four, indispensable at Doombin. Uh, three runs up here have all been good. He's won one of them, which was last start, but he could have really won all three had things panned out his way. And I think he'll get a good spot or he'll land a good spot uh, from the good alley. He'll settle in the first three and be hard to beat. So race seven, number four, indispensable. 
Uh, race six, number 17, so clever from the Gold Coast. Uh, two starts, two wins, another to draw beautifully. Should just camp behind the speed and has a good, strong finish. Can make it three from three. Now, I've given you two there that will be shortish. Yeah. So I need to find one at odds. Race one, number seven, Mashani Diva. I cannot believe the price of this one. It's well into double figures. It's run at Eagle Farm last start. was very good. Gave every indication looking for 1,600. There's a few here that are uh, a doubt at 1,600. Not Mashani Diva. She'll be finishing very strongly. So back her each way. Race one, number seven. Great to hear. All righty. Well, that should kick us off very nicely on uh, on Saturday um, at, uh, yeah, at Doomben. And, of course, as we mentioned, uh, Doomben, the Gold Coast, and the Sunny Coast. The action does continue for, uh, for uh, Queensland Racing. Chris Nelson... Thanks very much for joining us, mate. Always a pleasure chatting to you. It always is the same from this end. Thanks, Badge. Thanks, Sats. Righto, let's get into our, our win-win, one of our favourite segments. Your uh, favourite segments. <laughs> I, I struggle with this. Uh, struggle. Think the demons won't win the flag. Lay them on Betfair. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858, whoever the demons are. Sats, you got a, uh, a win-win? I have three Queensland teams. And I mean, obviously, the Cowboys, the Gold Coast Titans, the Brisbane Broncos. So all the NRL teams based in southeast Queensland, yeah? Yeah. That's a win. That's a win for the Queensland. Queensland, the oh, state you mean playing their whole season out? Yeah, the rest of the season. So that's well, a win having them all based in southeast Queensland for a number of reasons. Queensland rugby league fans, Queensland government, uh, local businesses, whatever it may be. That's a win. But the other win is it allows the players to love our winter weather, you know, 20 degrees, 21 degrees, whatever it may be. Yeah. And then the three Queensland teams using that as a recruitment tool. Mm. So you go and talk oh. to potential players from oh, you just go the, the Raiders road. or – If you can't go into their West bubbles, Tigers. can you? No, but you just say, you know, remember when you were up here based? Oh, yeah, how good was it? How good was it? You yes. Know, so, so you're able to say, well, you can have that all year round. Yeah, right. So Special I think it's win-win. It's working teams. in favour of the, uh, the three Queensland teams. Rightio. Um, now, mine is um, Tavita Pangai signing, as we mentioned earlier mm-hmm. on, for the Panthers. Well, that's that's a win for Tavita Pangai yep. going to a club that potentially could go all the way this year. But, of course, it's a win for the Broncos who wanted to see the back of him for mm. whatever reason, uh, whether it's just to free up salary cap or he doesn't fit culturally or whatever it is. They are happy to see the back of him. So it's a win for the Broncos, a win for the Panthers. Uh, could be a massive win for Tavita Pangai, couldn't it, just to, uh, to be in a, in a side and can show you, what he can do. Can I give you a win-win-win? So what? your two that you've used, mm. another win is for the Bulldogs, for him to get to spend the last part of this year, possibly play finals, and then go to the Bulldogs for 2022. Oh, I see, Sats. You, you're just a – So I get this segment. You do. I'm you get it now. It. That's a win-win-win. Uh, back Geelong or lay Melbourne for the AFL Premiership. It's your choice. Only on Betfair. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. It's time for the last blast on Sports Day with Badge and Sats. Hey, yeah, before we do that, um, our, our songs. Let's uh, give you a reminder what our songs were uh, to take you into the weekend, a big weekend of sport all around. This was, this was mine. What's this based on again? Can you remind the listeners? Sma- the guitars. Oh. My guitar gently went. You're smashing guitars. The Americans, big mouth and again. Yeah. Before okay. we get into the pool. Yeah. Righto. And what was your sets? Mine was Imagine Dragons. 
This is on the back of Australia, well, Brisbane, but Australia getting the, their third Olympics. Oh, yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, not my favourite song. Rixie's been cringing every time you play, we play that. He but, doesn't uh, like that song, does he? Now, he's going to calculate the votes, and when we finish the uh, after the last blast, we'll... We'll come back. Um, hey, what about uh, Jordan Mylata Sats? Is that Mylata? Mylata, yeah. Mylata, the uh, the former Rabbitohs lower grade. He's only twenty four. Yes, um, massive human. And he's a he's a. I was reading about this. Uh, he's a left tackle. Left tackle, which, which is very important. It's one of the most important. Um, it's in the top three most important positions on the NFL field. Mm. I don't remember that movie um, with Sandra Bullock in it. Uh, the blind side. Big, yeah. Yeah, blind side, which that was based around. He, he Brixy whispered yeah. in there. Blind side. That, blind side. <laughs> <laughs> that was based around Michael Orr, who ended up going on and winning a, um, a Super Bowl yeah. as a left tackle. Now, left tackle is basically when you are going to pass or a runner is going to run the ball in attack, the left tackle is the one that creates a passage for you. Okay. So they're really quick for big men. They've got really good footwork. So it's a really important wow. position. That's why. Jordan Maylata. At 150 kilos. Could earn $20 million a year for the next three to five years. Wow. Yeah, that's what they reckon they're worth. I think the high, I read the highest paid left tackle in the games on about 35 million. Yeah. Jeez. Okay. Mm. Good. And uh, it's, this is the final year of his contract with, uh, with Philadelphia. Yep. So good luck to him. Um, now, there was, there's no fans at the Olympic sats in any of the venues, but there nearly was one at the softball. Yeah, there was. There was. A bear. <laughs> yes, they got bears right. in Japan. Apparently, well, I apparently, animals swam all, across from Canada. Da- dangerous animals are common across Japan. Apparently, they, r- they regularly spark like frantic hunts, and they always venture into some of the, some of the little towns uh, where they've even known to attack and kill some of the residents. Now, oh. only last month, a brown bear it sparked a massive search, involved uh, local hunters and. It actually went into the northern city of Sapporo, which is hosting the Olympic marathon. Now, listen, the bear mauled a soldier and a pedestrian who were hospitalised and seriously injured after the attack. That was only a month ago. So if you're running, you're not only running the marathon, you've got a good peripheral vision, good agility, change direction. Well, what about if you're running from base to base? Because they said it it tried to get into the softball on that opening night. Australia was playing, Japan. It was only moments before the first pitch they spotted a bear within the region of the of the stadium and they went on a, a mad hunt to try and find where it was. Well, all the players? No. They sent them out? All the officials. And so they couldn't find it. So what they did is they let off a series of fireworks around the stadium to scare it away into ah. the nearby bushes. Plus it wasn't just fireworks probably, to signal the start of the game. They probably just scared it off into another suburb somewhere. Into another event. Yeah. <laughs> it's gone to the swimming venue. Righto. Um, they can swim too, bears, can't they? They can. Okay, that's our, um, that's our last blast. Before we go, our song's Brixie. Yeah, mate. What, have we, uh, what are, the, what are the, uh, the listeners, what have they voted for tonight? Oh, it's actually closer than I thought it was going to be. <laughs> so you're saying I got a little bit closer than Oh, look, thought. some people do like that song. So Sat's, of the... Sat's got over 10%? Yeah, he did. <laughs> he certainly did. But uh, look, I think the public out there, they can never go past the Beatles. Righto. Well, this is Sports Day for the Kia Sorento Drive Car of the I wasn't, Year. I wasn't a Beatles Thanks, fan. been great to be with us, Brixie. We'll catch you again next I week. I wasn't a Beatles yeah. fan. Just listen I and wouldn't you have will voted be. for this. How could you have not? I don't know. Catch you next week. See Enjoy ya. round 19 of the NRL.
Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semi finals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply.